0: Welcome ironradio.org listeners. This is Lonnie Lowry. I'm an exercise physiologist and I'm a nutritionist and I'm a former competitive bodybuilder. And this is Phil Stevens.
1: I'm a strength coach. I run strength Guild. I also run USSF. I'm a powerlifter, Highland Games athlete, and potentially boxer. So, Right.
2: <laughs> and this is Dr. John Mike. I am the professor of exercise science. And it's Saturday and it's time to lift today and it's time to eat some
0: that's oh right. No. Absolutely. I actually, before the show, <laughs> I I was just woke up hungry. You know, sometimes you just wake up and mm-hmm. it's not just... Because, you know, in the back of your mind, there's that sort of weightlifter, bodybuilder, time-to-eat thing. But it wasn't that. I was genuinely hungry. So I ran to the stove and I threw a bunch of... Uh, I glugged a bunch nice. of egg beaters on some pieces of bread made some really generic French toast. Ugh. And stuffed it in. But, yeah, you got to do it. Yep. Uh, you know, actually... Since you're talking about lifting today and everything, I think I have to take today off. I uh, I did some heavier squatting, in fact, a little heavier than I promised my wife that I would do, and uh, it's just, I, I guess I've forgotten, you know, again, heavy for me, but uh, mm-hmm. my back is sore, my ass is, I can barely sit down, you know, it's just <laughs> funny, it's just funny. Uh, anyway, uh, we have news, we've got mail, uh, and our topic today, we are tossing around ideas about programming and whatnot, and... uh I think what we'll do is some people like the sarcastic episode, so we're going to teach everyone in the second half. I think uh, how to stall your progress. So, but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. In the news, uh,
2: strength and muscle sport
0: news. There's that new bodybuilding message board. Uh, I don't know, John. Did you see that by chance? Yeah, I I, I did. Um, I just didn't get a chance
2: to look at it in. in detail but i did i did come across
0: it yeah yeah i didn't actually i and i don't remember the name and that's just as well because i don't want to promote something that could be really lame but i saw a screenshot and i know phil you said it 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 Mm -hmm. looked a little cheesy yeah
2: yeah it did did look a little cheesy for what i saw too so uh
0: yeah so i don't know what's what the deal with these message boards are but uh in this day and age that's a big red
1: flag because it's pretty easy to make your own site in, like, minutes that looks pretty good.
0: <laughs> <So>. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, even the big boards like bodybuilding.com and stuff, I I just have such mixed thoughts about that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Uh, because uh, I think it was Jarrell the other week he was saying, well, you know, you can trust a lot of the people on those forums to be o- br- brutally honest and whatnot. And I, I get his point. But at the same time, I mean... Phil, you know damn well. It's, it, they have people steering those conversations, so that's oh, okay. not all honest and transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you're being, you're being led and misled, and you don't even know yeah. it by people who are sock puppets. They're not even real people. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I wanted to, real quickly, because I promised I'd be better about this, uh, thank some of our supporters, like uh, Doug. Doug. Uh, actually, he had a very interesting email that I just got this morning, and I wanted to uh, chime in because we're about to roll out the fall funds drive, and listeners, you know that we don't constantly beg for money. I listen to some podcasts, and I sometimes I turn them off. I'm like, God, shut up about the money, you know, and uh, even NPR sometimes, public radio uh, will do that, and we really try not to do that, so – Uh, We will do a fall funds drive, and we usually try to limit this to an ad and a little bit of uh, banter about it. But Doug was asking about what if you want to be more than a $4 a month supporting member? Like, I really value what you do. What do we do? Uh, The simple way to do that would be to simply use the one-time donate button and then estimate. Like, if if you're thinking it's maybe more like $10 a month, then just figure, well, that's $120 for the next year and use the one-time donate button, you know, that sort of thing. So we have people do it different ways. But anyway, so thank you uh, for s- supporters like that. Yeah. Um, mail, we got something from Scott. So let me just read you this quickly. I just saw this, uh, I think it was day before yesterday. This was in relation to meat-free lifters and Andreas Colling, because I had mentioned him as a prime example of sort of 80s, 90s bodybuilding. He says, uh, as a vegetarian lifter... I watch for drug-free guys that have built themselves while on a meat-free diet. I do not find them. The successful examples, quote-unquote successful, are very lean. But if you dig into their size, they carry an extra 10 to 20 pounds of muscle at best. Mm -hmm. Uh, These guys are working incredibly hard to sustain that modest increase in size. I appreciate the honest treatment of the topic on Iron Radio. I cannot overstate how important it is to understand the realistic limitations of my chosen lifestyle. It's the difference between feeling satisfied with my result and feeling like a total failure. Andreas Colling is another of the guys who built their size, then stopped eating meat. Mm -hmm. And that was Phil's point. Uh, Based on April 1994 Vegetarian Times article, and he even linked it, um, he shows a picture of him becoming vegetarian at age 26 then they show him a picture uh three years later uh and then even he's talking about given his level of competition at his prime and how he looks at age 60 uh, and apparently andreas has a a pretty strong stance on importing steroids legally into sweden all these (laughs) things together you know strongly suggest that maybe he uh it's unlikely that he was drug free let's put it that way so uh, thanks for that scott Uh, um and I think that was why we were so blunt about that, right You can get emotional about it, but th- the key point here is you can't expect to carry around fifty pounds of extra body mass, I think, if you start your lifting career as a vegan you know yes. it's just it's just tough yeah. but and you know you I mean, get there are certain health benefits I mean they're not always about mass and that they might be helpful with longevity and some other things, but
1: no, and that's not even that's not looking down on the topic. I mean, I mm-hmm. have I have vegan and vegetarian clients, and it's just something we have to talk about you yep. Know, yep. with them
0: yep. and just be honest. So Exactly. Strategize around sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. So, yeah. yeah. So that was good. Uh, I have one little bit of news, and uh, this is actually from labroots.com. This is an interesting website if anybody's interested. They send you science blurbs. So sometimes when I say, oh, this or that came across my desk, I'm just being very transparent with everybody. I I mean, I'm happy to do this for you, but you can certainly go look too. And one of them was an infographic, right? So an image with some text and information, of course, on what happens to your body after just an hour of eating a Big Mac, it says. This is by Anthony Joseph, and it is spanking new, days old, this article. So I think what people have done to try to make a point is – They've shown, um, based on physiology, what happens to your body within an hour of doing things like eating a Big Mac or chugging a big, like Pepsi, you know, high fructose corn syrup kind of thing. Um, It does say, disclaimer, take the info with a grain of salt because everybody's body is different. Okay. But having said that, these are just some of the things that I think is interesting. Again, it's on labroots.com. It's one of the trending things right now. It says, in the first 10 minutes... Uh, Our brains prefer high-calorie foods. So, of course, our brains evolved when food was scarce, you know, so people really like just energy load. And it says a Big Mac has 540 calories, and it'll raise your blood sugar even above the normal level. Interestingly, it says at the 20-minute mark, um, because the bun has such high levels of not just refined carbs, but there's high fructose corn syrup in the bun, and, again, high-fructose corn syrup is in frickin' everything these days. But it says, arguably, uh, both the uh, sodium in the bun and the high-fructose corn syrup could have addictive-like qualities and actually make you crave more. And, you know, from a business perspective, this is all brilliant, right? I mean, you eat one. Normally, I think you you, you sit through maybe, what, uh, 1,000 calories, 1,500 calories. You start getting full. But I knew a guy once who ate 25 Big Macs. I'm not kidding. Mm. I mean, he was an obese guy, you know, he's a large dude, but holy cow. I mean, I can't even imagine that's, I don't know, 15,000 calories, something absurd. And I just don't think you can do that with whole foods. You know, I just don't think you can. But Phil, you said in the past, some of this stuff, the addictiveness, the ease, it's soft, the ease of Mm -hmm. consumption. That can be a real benefit for the occasional guy who has to gain Right. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that kind of goes back to that the the documentary, you know, Super Size where he just eats McDonald's, you know, mm-hmm. two or three times a week for a month, and and puts on an enormous amount of body fat, and then uh, towards the end of the uh, of, of the film, he just leaves hamburgers in, you know basically on the counter for several weeks or several months on end, and they just don't like, like biodegrade. So I mean, if they just, if they don't biodegrade, <laughs> you know. Uh, on the on the counter Then you can kind of imagine what it does Inside of your
0: gut <laughs> No exactly I've heard a lot of things about the, the pink sort of quote unquote Meat products that are used And yeah some of it's pretty freaky uh, This says at about 30 minutes uh, The 970 Milligrams of sodium Can affect your body Now they're mentioning dehydration but I think we will Just say hydration changes And then it says at 40 minutes Craving for more Are you still feeling hungry after having a Big Mac? This is because you've lost control over your blood sugar, making you crave even more fast food. And that's like what we were saying before, right? I mean, normally, if you have – and again, I would think even some of the big guys that listen to the show, you eat 1,500 calories, you're probably slowing down. But I don't think you are at McDonald's, you know? Mm -hmm. So there is something to this. this whole thing, and this says after sixty minutes there's di- di- different digestion issues it, it talks about how hamburgers can take more time to digest if they're very greasy and gastric emptying and and all that kind of stuff now this claims that it takes fifty one days to digest uh, trans fat i'm not sure mm-hmm. about that uh, so there might be some I, we got to be careful not to go too exaggerative with some of these warnings. Uh, but I had a, this struck me, I guess, because I had a student this week and he's one of those classic guys that I think we're trying to, trying to help, which is he eats too clean. You know, oh. he- help, Doc, I can't gain weight, you know, this and that. And I'm like, well, let's talk a little bit about what you eat. And I'm not going to sit down with him as a client. I just, I try to talk shop with some of these students without getting, you know, sort of that client relationship. Mm-hmm. But what he was running down was way too clean you know the vegetables the mm-hmm. ch- pan fry sear pan seared chicken mm-hmm. uh, boiled chicken you know uh brown rice and i'm like all right you know what i think maybe some big macs for you <laughs> you mm-hmm. know i mean oh, yeah. i like i like the one for one rule i used to do that with guys who ate poorly but now this guy's eating too strict so from regardless what end of the spectrum you come from The one for one rule is just something I came up with years ago when I was working with collegiate football, which is go ahead and eat your clean chicken breast or whatever, but then equal that with with the Big Mac or the double quarter pounder with cheese. You need the calories, and I know Phil, you've been you you kind of addressed that similarly, I think. Yeah, well, I mean a good,
1: I mean a great point to this topic here is exactly what's going on in my house right now. But me and you were talking about before the show was so my wife. We had a, a a baby 14 weeks ago almost, and she's trying to cut off some of that weight, and so she's on a, a fairly strict diet. And I'll eat the same thing at night. The difference is, let's say we're having chicken breasts and broccoli and some jasmine rice. She has that. I have that with a bunch of olive oil on it and some cookies after dinner.
0: There you go. <laughs> you know, that's right.
1: Yeah, you know it's 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 90 good what I'm having. I just. I find ways to add calories to it, like you know, healthy olive oil, maybe some butter, and okay, I'm going to have a serving ice cream too.
2: Yeah, but still, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we all and we all know. I mean, all of us are highly experienced as opposed to you know more novice or intermediate athletes. And the reason why they a lot of them try to eat too strict is because they just see what goes on online and in the magazines. Oh, yeah. And yeah. They just they just want to you know replicate and, and copy that, yes. and also too, it's just psychologically they, they want to try and put on as much lean body mass as they can which that in and of itself is not the issue the issue is they're just scared that they want to keep abs and realistically yes. unless you're on a bunch of you know pharmaceuticals it's just not going to happen yeah it just kind of comes with maturity right, sense. yeah
1: it's been oversold to them that they can get up to 300 pounds and never lose their abs exactly all <laughs> oh, right
0: yeah no doubt so- no doubt in yeah, fact that, that was sort of my message to this guy you know what i mean i said listen uh 70 to 30 lean to fat gain ratio that's a real home run you know yeah. you cannot expect what you see well you know from guys that are enhanced on the cover of a muscle magazine you know where oh i put on 40 pounds you know and it was all muscle you know or mm-hmm. like uh uh, who was it? Uh, Kevin LaVroni used to do that. Rob would just rail about this. You know, he'd go from like a 195, 200 pound guy in the off season, mm-hmm. and he'd compete in the Mr. Olympia like six months later or something crazy, you know, at 270 in shape or something, 250 yeah. plus in shape. And people need to understand that's not a natural state of being. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. OK, well, there's a uh, little bit of news, uh, some mail. Let's go ahead and take the break and then we'll do our topic and we'll help everybody stall their progress. Hi, this is Dr. Lowry with an update on the protein book that you hear about in the ad at the end of the show. Uh, if you simply Google CRC Press and protein, uh, there's a new development. On the right side of the page, you can see ebook, and there's a purchase slash rent option. And the cool thing here is if you check that out now... Because they have an agreement with Vital Book, uh, you can actually download the ebook for 69 US dollars. So that's 31% off the 99.95 uh cover price. So that's pretty fantastic. $69. I think that's gonna drop it into the affordable range for a lot of people, and you can even rent it. Uh, lower down the page, they have 180-day rentals and one year rentals. So you can access the book in electronic format and get some of this juicy information. So thanks.
2: Okay, we're back from break, and uh, Dr. John Mike here, uh, Dr. Lowry, and Phil Stevens. And our topic today was—we're talking about programming, but we're kind of flipping um, the scenario or topic a little bit and talk about things that kind of stall progress. And um, you know, one of the things that I've seen uh, just over my experience and working with people, and particularly here recently over the last couple of years, I think one of the biggest. Um, ways uh, individuals and leaders can stall their progress is um, what what we've termed um, program hopping. And this is probably more particularly with novice and intermediate trainees is is program hopping. And so they program hop the minute that they feel that they lose progress. And so they'll be on a program and then as soon as they feel that, well, they're not making any progress or the rate of their progress has slowed, They immediately feel that their current program sucks or it's not working anymore. Right on. They will just just go on to the next program. And I see this all the time with people. And it's it's often a psychological thing, but it's usually – it just comes back to a lack of compliance and adherence to the program and the believing in the program and wanting like immediate results. And the same thing can be said really with nutrition. I mean just because you're not seeing any results – it, it doesn't always mean you have to completely change the program. It really just means that you need to get smarter and maybe reevaluate some things. And, and actually, and, and this is a, this is something a lot of novice intermediate lifters do, and they're guilty of a lot more, is they're, they they want to keep adding and adding and adding. And a lot of times, a smarter approach is to maybe subtract some things instead of continuing to add things unnecessarily.
0: Yeah, actually, that was on my list too. I mean, I think it's it's very helpful for guys if you don't want to gain any weight at all. You know, if you don't want to put on any mass or any strength at all, program jumping is a great move for you. Oh, yeah, I I think it is. Uh, Yeah, uh, and that's true. That I didn't actually think about the nutrition side, John. That's actually a good point too. Yeah, I would mix that up. I, I would go, I'd go ketogenic for a while. You know, maybe just two weeks. Then I'd switch to you know high carb. And then I would eat all my carbs at night. Then I'd eat them all in the morning. And I would, you know, I would fast. I would be all over the place with that. And, you know, that would, that would help ensure uh, mm-hmm. that I don't improve, probably. Phil, what do you have?
1: Yeah. But my first one would be um, I would tell somebody to, like, pick out the, the, the hardest, small off squat cycle. <laughs> so, like, the intense yeah. phase. And then everywhere it says squat, change that for, like, tricep kickbacks, is what we're going to do. Oh. <laughs> or, or something really small, so make sure you change that up and or like <laughs> lat raises or something, something yeah. not very intense, and yeah. just really hit that hard for like twelve, fourteen weeks, and see where you 're at a fourteen so. week cycle of kickbacks <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> and just ignore everything else because you need to recover you know so this, you know no that 's sweet,
2: yeah, I think another one I think another one to really to have people stall their progress is to do max effort work, you know, three times a week. Oh, yeah. See where you get Yeah.
0: Oh, right. No, that's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, I I mean, you might even, I might even be so bold as to say, do max effort work every time you're in the gym. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, keep that nervous (laughs) system good and fried. Make your joints ache. You're beyond track for uh, stalling that progress. Another good one that goes along the same
1: lines would be like, do the opposite of the whole keep it simple stupid make sure you complicate the shit out of everything so ninety <laughs> yeah. percent of your time <laughs> is really yeah. is spent yeah. thinking about the program <laughs> instead of actually doing it oh, yeah. so spend like endless hours writing shit down and no time <laughs> yeah, actually I, doing anything that's <laughs> that's, good. that always works I've seen a lot of people do that
0: hey one. you know yeah, i've got that, I've let let got a similar go ahead, one yeah. yeah yeah let me throw this one in uh, in a similar sense don't just write all that shit down but uh, don't go look at it. You know, spend a lot of time <laughs> writing it down, but don't analyze it. Don't go back over the log. You don't need that stuff. You want to stall, baby. So, yeah. don't even look at it. Don't try to make patterns out of it or anything like that. Just complicate the shit out of it and just waste time writing stuff. And uh, I think you'd be on your way.
2: If you if you really want to complicate things, you need to get um, around people that you really admire that are really really strong and just do everything that they do to the T. Oh yeah, uh, because. Everybody, because, every, you know, everybody responds the exact same way to training, right?
0: That's, There you go. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I feel that. Yeah,
1: I got, I got two of them that kind of go along the lines with that. Is, uh, the first one would be make sure when, when you're looking for somebody to train that you're the big fish in the little pond. Make sure you're the biggest, strongest dude there. Right, yeah. And then you'll just stay there. You, you will never progress. You'll just be happy with being the biggest dude there even though you're not big. That's right. Why um, try? You win right yeah you know yeah. you're already there you made it to the pinnacle in the,
2: in the minute the minute <laughs> that you the minute that you deadlift 405 the first time you have to create an instagram profile and then <laughs> get a bunch of followers and then start doing online coaching
0: yeah online coaching now, the other one nice. the,
2: the minute i mean as soon as you get done <laughs> as soon as you get done deadlifting 405 you know right um, yeah. you, that's what you that's, that's what you have to do that's me. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Another good one, and we see this all the time, and I know Lonnie's seen it tons of times in commercial gyms, is like never, ever follow any kind of progression. So go in and do the same exact program for like seven years. Oh, very helpful. It'll never change <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, know, you see that, that guy that's been, you've been squatting 225 for five sets of five since
0: 1987. That's right. <laughs> I, think, I think the bodybuilders are actually uh, better at that, you know, in that they... They just do the same thing. You know, they put the same weight on the bar and they're back at it. And then, yeah. Now, at least our listeners are going to be smart enough to to know that they're stalling their progress (laughs) by doing this. Uh, You know, mine was, I think, and I actually think uh, Dr. Nelson might disagree on some level with this. But mine would be uh, avoid food. You know, skip meals regularly. It's especially handy for driving down your LH and your testosterone levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that can... You know, that can really help. Now, note that I'm saying regularly. Th- to really make sure you get yourself good and stale on the progress chart, you got to do this yeah. pretty regularly. You, you know, skip breakfasts. Uh, don't worry about eating before you lift or after you lift. Um, yeah, you know, and, just and, don't eat. Uh, don't eat.
2: Yeah. And, or along with that, I mean, if, if you want to put on the mass, just eat once or twice a day, mm-hmm. um, and you should be okay. And the meals that you do eat, um, since that you – you feel like you're eating so much, um, but in reality you're you're eating like you know the fourth grader at lunch um, <laughs> then, mm-hmm. you know then then that's what you have to do as well. Just a couple of turkey sandwiches and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you yeah. should, should be okay.
0: right no, and you know what it's, it kind of goes back to all, one of our uh, the news topic and the student I was talking about earlier, but um yeah, definitely when you do eat, yeah, it should be chicken breast and broccoli every time, maybe mm-hmm. a little brown rice, you know. That will really be helpful for you,
2: right? And, no, no, no. And and oh, the the second part to that is, um, if you when you eat meals, uh, make sure like ninety percent of of what you're doing is, is three to four protein shakes a day with like maybe one meal. And you, you'll, you'll, yeah, protein
0: just, shakes could be key. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never. N- like get those keto strips you pee on, and when you're in a mass gaining phase, make sure you all, you're always in ketosis <laughs> at all times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that'll piss off some people, but I think that's tried and true for staying stale. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me offer this one. This is, I think, this is sort of a, a little flip uh, from Ed Cohn Actually, uh, I'm going to suggest you get yourself injured. Uh, very oh, helpful yeah. for not making progress. Uh. I don't I don't have any specific exercise suggestions for that. You guys could probably think of some good ones, but uh, I think guys crazy. who get injured, you know, they're going to really guarantee this coveted state of staleness and, you know, oh, lack yeah. of progress. I see this all the time.
1: I have to deal with it in clients. Like they'll get a little tweak and the best way to not make progress is just like if you got a little tweak, just fight through that damn thing. Never let it rest and actually fully recover. Beautiful. <laughs> don't take those 2 <laughs> weeks off of that body body part. Just push through it. And you know, seven, eight years from now you'll still be doing it. So That's right. Man up and push through the pain. Yeah. You just keep doing that and uh, make, <laughs> make sure you you turn that <laughs> nasty bout of tendonitis tendinitis into a
0: nice you know, change it full
1: on tendinosis and degenerate that joint. That's and you'll right. Be good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if your if your real goal is maximal uh stalling of the progress, yeah, you might even luck out to the point you get a, a, a tendon rupture and then yeah. Then you're just out of the gym altogether, yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah, six months you, or a year, and you know that's going to almost guarantee no progress. So
2: yeah, and if you want, if you want like a really big overhead per, overhead press or like a really big bench, I mean, make sure you do triceps like every single day, but don't do the stuff that actually really works. Do do the stuff that everybody else does, and that's tricep kickbacks oh, and, yeah. and pull downs five days a week.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: In the same line of thinking, like. Have that laundry list to do, and of course, start your program with like the big main moves: squat, some kind of press, some kind of deadlift. But really, only give that like five percent of attention. Don't ever go hard on that, and save all your energy for the for the assistance work. There you go. You want to do
0: that's right. And you know, I think that might be one where powerlifters might even some of them might be more guilty in that. You know, there's those schools of thought. At least to me, looking from the outside, that they so overemphasize a lot of uh speed work and accessory work mm-hmm. maybe they deemphasize
1: some of the big mm-hmm. stuff i mean that that's probably windler's biggest thing that he fights he's like it's just assistance work
0: oh you know, he wants you to do it but it's like good lord yeah you know as in assistance right yes uh, <sighs> but. hey i've got one too i think uh, if you're if you're natural and you don't use pharmaceuticals of any kind I'm going to suggest you follow the routines of the stars in the muscle magazines. Oh, yeah. You you do yourself a nice 36 sets of back, you know, yep. um, 20 sets of biceps, 20 sets of triceps, uh, five
2: days a week though. Oh, days, no days off. Days.
0: No, yeah, no yeah. days off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get yourself in a nice because that's going to put you in a nice calorie deficit. You know what I mean? Especially if you take the earlier advice for skipping meals and and or living on protein shakes and you know broccoli and all that. Uh, yeah, so I think following those. Real high-volume, high-intensity routines daily. Uh, yeah. That's going to be nice for you. To stall We could take out. that to the pinnacle.
1: And, you know, I would say, like, we train, you know, what was it? It was Arthur Jones that, was like, they wanted the, the pinnacle was getting down to training once a month or something like that. So let's do that. And just, like, once every quarter, you'll just go in and train to the point of Rabdo. You know, just get <laughs> massive muscle injury because we know you 've got to tear down that tissue to make gains, so we 're just going to take that tear it all down we 're going to tear it down, tear it all down and yep. you 'll just rebuild every <laughs> ten, yeah. four months
2: if you really want to get fancy, you can kind of back off just a hair from that, and just when you go into the gym instead of doing moderate to high volume, okay, just just do one set of everything, and that will get you huge
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you know that 's the opposite end of the spectrum, right, yeah, yeah. so yeah. on one end. Rid- ridiculous amounts of volume, you know, that a lot of the, the enhanced uh, pros use, and uh, yeah, the flip side would be you're all about intensity, baby, uh, you know, and uh, that's all it takes is you know one set of like a thousand reps mm-hmm. once a month. Yeah, volume doesn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else you guys have? Anything? Yeah, I mean, I think
1: you could take anything Dan John writes and don't do it.
0: You hey, know, that's don't good. ever
1: yeah. pick things up. Right. Don't ever carry heavy things. No, he and is your never. enemy.
0: He is your enemy <laughs> if you're trying
1: to stall. Like, yeah. like never put anything over your head. That's dangerous, and it'll like all gains will be lost.
2: Yeah, and don't ever, don't ever deadlift because everybody gets injured for deadlifting. Yeah. Every, everybody, everybody. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> if you if you just think about hinging at the hip, you're you're as good as injured. So there you go. And don't Everyone, squat. Yeah.
2: Never yeah, never squat because everybody knows you know it's, it's really it's really really bad for your knees.
1: Oh yeah, N- what and. To build on that, never, ever do, like, a program where you squat more than once a week. Yep. Ever.
0: I mean, that would just ruin all gains. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I've actually heard before, too. I'm not sure, but I'll throw this out as an experimental one for our guys interested in stalling. would be, uh, you know, deadlifts are only going to make your waist thick. So, you know, we don't, we don't want that kind of stuff, right? So, no. anyway. Uh I do have one last one. I'm going to call it Go With Gurus. Right, So yeah. spend a lot of time on message boards and on YouTube, yep. and that's really going to help you stay where you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So yeah and
2: watch, uh, yeah, watch bro science, um, you, know, opinion videos on YouTube.
1: Um, perfect. That's, that's yeah. golden. That's a good one. Base, base like who you follow on, not on experience, but how many followers they have on social media, is what it should be. You know, oh that's, that's a good one. Where yeah. all your programming should be based. Yeah, that's clever,
0: um, right? Yeah, who needs degrees or uh, gym ownership or competitions under your belt? No, no, you want to go with the yeah. the total number yeah. of followers. That's great. Go, go,
2: yeah, go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I think uh, that's that's some nice stuff. I mean, for our listeners that are interested in you know not getting any stronger or adding any mass, th- <laughs> those are some good tips. That's some, yeah. those are some sweet tips. Yeah. Uh, Let me throw in a disclaimer here at the very end. (laughs) We don't want anybody to get hurt. Don't go get hurt. You know, I mean, if you want to stale your progress, you know, actually that tongue in cheek advice will help you stale your progress. But, yeah, don't take that one seriously, you guys. (laughs) It's a shame I have to spoil it by saying this, but I'm not going to get a mail next week like you told me to get hurt. So, I, you know, I don't know. I ran two miles with 225 over my head and. Broke my back. I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Pretty much everything that we just said, folks. Um, it, you need to do the actual opposite. Do the things that actually work. This is more of a, uh, a humoristic thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's sad that we have to explain that at the end. But yeah. like, and you know what? Yeah. And I know most of our listeners are plenty clever enough to catch that sarcasm. But oh yeah. Okay. But... All right. Well, we're out of time. I think. I know, Phil. You got to yep. get. Yep. It's time for me to go beat somebody up. So. all right Yeah. Get into the ring, baby. Yep. Nice. That's right. Nice. Well, so. tell us. You'll have to tell us how that went next week.
1: Yeah. Well, I got to test out. You know, I've got this is the first sparring since well, right before the hip surgery. So, fourteen weeks I've had fourteen weeks of bag work and conditioning. So, we'll see how it goes. So,
0: well, good luck. Thank you. Good, yeah, good luck, man. Yep. Okay, everybody. Well, that's it for the usual show, and that's just as well because this week uh, I really built up so much behind the scenes bloopers and chit chat from before we hit the record button that i thought i would offer some of that uh in the last few minutes here Uh, this is something that i try to semi-regularly offer when it comes to our libsyn source app Uh, so enjoy this and we'll see you next week Whether it's exercise or nutrition, sometimes you're sitting around with family members, or if you're someone that you're too close with. Like you, My sister often asks me for nutrition advice. I'm like, I'm not giving you any nutrition advice. You're not going to listen to it. Yeah. You know. I got to try out my all
1: my boxing training this morning right after the show. Oh, yeah. I got to go spar, So it'll be fun. Is this your first hard
0: sparring day. since you hip or no? Yep. Yep, and I've
1: been doing a lot of conditioning and a lot of bag work. I'm in in much better condition. Mm -hmm. Like, I can hit the bag hard for three-minute rounds and with one-minute rest and never get winded. How
0: much? What do you weigh now?
1: 250-ish. Okay. So I'm still... Well, that's not bad, no. No. There
0: have been times in the past where dropping some weight and just getting in better aerobic base, Mm -hmm. uh, it feels... Somehow you feel cleaner, somehow healthier. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I know it's not as much, but I promised my wife and and my spine I wouldn't go over 405 anymore. Uh-huh. But I did a couple of reps with 365 in the squat, and I did I do get a little weird numbness in my hands when I do that. So I'm like, well shit, that means I'm, you know, there's probably some kind of disc degeneration. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, at least every once in a while, if I'm in the 365 or 405, I feel like, okay, you know, yeah, I Exactly. It's just sort of that standard you have to hold
2: six minutes from costco i'm near everything costco Mm -hmm. that's right yeah damn right uh, baby that's right there's a pretty good restaurants around here but uh um i'm about like probably 25 minutes um 25 to 30 25 minutes from the city in downtown st louis
0: you're a real food Mm -hmm. lover you know i mean i know you're a big dude uh, know, but maybe but there's like, a hidden hey, I, career for you in in culinary at some point.
2: <laughs> there, there is, but it's just I mean I I've, I'm really I've started to be more of a food critic as I've gotten older. It's just you know everybody rant and raves about oh these things this restaurants so good. It's like then when you get there you're like oh well yeah it's fine. I mean, calories yeah. are good, but the food quality was not.
1: Mm-hmm. Better. Hey, what's up? How's it going?
2: Good, you guys.
1: Not bad. I'm trying to find out who we're gonna give a awards away to here real quick for the uh injury yeah there was one dude that stood way out um yeah, I, I read that a...
2: one. i was like i'm not putting mine in <laughs> yeah i was like I
0: just needs to quit now <laughs> yeah so down there i'm actually working on a paper right now um but essentially about how all anaerobic athletes aren't equal, you know, in exercise physiology, we tend to look at, oh, he's an anaerobic, he's either a power athlete or an aerobic athlete, you know. Yeah. And it's like, how is the high jumper the same thing as, you know, a a boxer, which where there's a muscular endurance component, mm-hmm. you know, or a, a bodybuilder or a power lifter, you know, and, and yet we tend to test all these people in the lab in the same way with like a bicycle sprint test. And it's like, yeah, you know. It's not even relevant. No, I
2: don't know. Different okay. muscles and different
0: energy yeah. systems. I've got a good listener question. I tried to send it to you, Phil, but I think I sent it to your old. No, you man. sent
1: one to me by that girl who was wanting to. Oh, or, you yeah. got it. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good question. Okay. Like ten people have decided to go ahead and start selling them without even trying it. Are you interested in that? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm ready. Well, no, I'm not. i got to fire right. up Pamela. <sighs> Add to contacts. Right. Let me plug in my microphone here. Okay. <clears throat> we should talk all kinds of trash about Lonnie right now while it's recording. Oh, yeah, that's right. That'd be fun. Uh, that bastard. And then will get it later. Lonnie <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> he could hear it it later. He never does anything. He just sits around uh-huh. all day in the couch, scratches his nuts. He's not on. busy. <laughs> never fails. Every Saturday, his computer's fucked up. Uh, How's the hip? Good. Nice. That so looks like you got it's some pretty good lifts there already. Yeah, not bad. I got bitched out by Ed Cohn. But, oh, did uh, you really? Yeah, he saw that post and he called me and was like, what the fuck are you thinking? And Lonnie's out wow. this week doing whatever, so... We're okay. just talking trash about him because he's got to edit it out then, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this thing going.
0: You ready, See, Gina? I'm already,
1: oh, yeah. I'm cool. already recording. So do we have any news to start out with? I don't think that... Uh, I didn't pull before. any, to be honest. So. I can probably pull something up <laughs> in a like second here. I real so. quick. I should probably pull it in my research folder. There's got to be something that I can... <laughs> Call failed the mic.
0: It was that sort of cliche, yeah. just go to one more. Every other word, yeah. you know, you just go to it more. Well, yeah. can it, Can we have some more thought behind yeah. this, please? Yeah. Pumping Iron 2, The Women. I never saw that one. Oh, I, I have ratings on here, too. Good. Oh, here's the comeback. They gave it 6 out of 10. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's a 10 out of <laughs> I'd love to get Brian Shaw on. Yeah. He'd be a big draw. But I don't know if he's become a prima donna or not.
1: Yeah, I don't case. know. I think, well, I know I talk with Mark a lot, and Mark is trying to land him on Team Slingshot. And if Mark lands him on Team Slingshot, then I have an end. <laughs> so, because I'm in with Mark. Oh, that's so.
0: Mark. Yeah, come on, yeah. Mark.
1: Oh, just there's all this drama and powerlifting right now.
0: Oh, good. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I don't know any oh, okay. But you know what? With the existence of YouTube, I don't want to hear it. Right? I don't want to hear it. Everything on YouTube is a copyright infringement. I wonder if there's a software thing that's been turned up or down. This is not loud enough. You son of a... So why was your night rough? Did you Was it your hip or your, your, baby. your boy? Yeah, the baby. We were up way
1: late. <clears throat> With a crying baby
0: Yeah You know the first what six weeks mm-hmm. I think it's just brutal Then you're like hallelujah he's sleeping For six hours at a time Yeah.
1: And right now mom takes the brunt of the damage But then I feel like an ass So I try to stay up to support
0: her So. Right <clears throat> well, Kelly and I always laugh I always say you know uh, Logan's birth was one of the hardest things I've gone through <laughs> And she doesn't want to hear it, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's uh you feel like, like you said, your emotional support, but you're mm-hmm. you're not especially helpful. All right, well, this is gonna have to do.